Previously on With Love Victoria. Beatrice, you cannot do this. 141 volumes, Bertie. Millions of words, intimately depicting not only our mother's life, but ours. You know, just as well as I, that there is a complicated woman in these pages. I will see to it that she shall forever be a queen. All my duty I shall do To my kingdom and to you I shall rule with grace and love As ordained by God above I may be young but I'm no fool And by providence I was born to Beatrice, how can you not be able to comprehend this? All that will happen in your hapless attempt to sell me on Mother's perfect construction of her life is that I will inevitably reveal to you how utterly false and fabricated it was. But I promise, what you remember, that's not how it was. Victoria, I'm merely attempting to be your consort. Can you blame me if I want to be a master in my own house? I am trying, Albert. I am trying to fit you in just right. But you are a stranger in a strange land, and they are wary of you and now wary of me. I am sorry I cannot give you what you wish. I am sorry I cannot be the queen that either you or England desires, but I am trying. Is it wrong to want to make people believe your life was not as ugly as it was? To ask them to simply look at the beautiful moments alone? I do not believe it is wrong to want that. I understand the world moves fast And we must move along But this is just not right It cannot go this wrong the vow we made was crystal clear It's you and I together I suppose I finally took after Papa in some way No, you cannot be dying I do fear that I do not have the same iron heart as our mother I cannot stop what she begged me to finish I won't abandon what she begged me to do I'll rewrite the story I'll repaint the picture do it, they'll do it for you. No one is something for all of their life. The past is the future's to write. And now, season two. diary it seems to me the world is black and white 
The sun has left behind a scar and left me to the night. For when you lose the one you love, what good is left in light? Dear diary, perhaps alone is how one should live life. Ah, good afternoon to you, Prince Maurice. Welcome back to Brantridge Park. Good afternoon. Mr. Williams, is the princess about? I believe you'll find her in the library, sir. But of course. <laughs> Where else? Thank you, Williams. A pleasure, sir. Mama? Oh, would you look who's here? Little Prince Maurice, not so little anymore. And you are as fair as ever, Mrs. Winston. Oh, don't make an old lady blush. I was hoping I might find Mama here. It's a right shock she's not in here. Thought I ought to dust off the books while I had the chance. Shall I go and find her for you, Your Highness? No, no, that is not necessary. The walkabout will do me good. Mama? Mama, are you in here? Mother! Oh, Your Royal Highness. How lovely to see your smiling face back at Brantridge Park. And lovely to see yours, Mrs. Blakely. Have you seen my mother? She's not in the library. Nor her bedroom nor the drawing room. So alas, my journey continues. Tallyo, Prince Maurice. Tallyo. Ah, oh, there she is. The elusive Princess Beatrice. I was beginning to fear a search party was in order. Oh, Maurice, what a surprise. The whole house was rocked to its core to find you anywhere but your library desk. Taking some much needed time in the sun, are we? Some much-needed time to my own thoughts, one might say. It can be a little mind-rattling to read the deepest inner thoughts of another, day in and day out. You almost start to forget your own inner voice, your own inner life. Well, I should hope you shan't forget who you are, Mama, for I am rather fond of you. Quite dearly fond, in fact. <sighs> my sweet Maurice. Whoever taught you to be so genteel? <laughs> I wonder who possibly could have. But what brings you all this way to Brantridge from Wellington? Is everything well? Of course everything is well. Everything is perfect. Everything is wonderful. Is everything well with you? Maurice, do not say you came all this way just because of... Just for this day, in this day alone. All right, I won't say it. But I did not want you to be alone. Not today, when you are alone so often. You did not need to make such a trek. Each year this day comes and goes, and each year I carry on. Of course you do. But even after such a long time, after 18 years of carrying on without him... My mother carried on without her prince for five decades. It is not a simple task, no. But it is one I am not unprepared to meet. Not one she cannot still teach me how to endure. But do you not fear that to grieve as she did is not to grieve as you should? I do not see your meaning. Perhaps I don't either. I am just rambling, really. I only want you to know, well, to know you are not alone. There is nothing terribly grotesque about loneliness. No, of course not. I just... You just wanted to be kind, I know. And I appreciate it greatly. I really ought to be getting back to it. But you will stay for dinner. I will stay for as long as you will have me. And I will have you as long as the Royal Army will let you stay. Give Grandmama my regards. 
<laughs> if only, if only. 8th of February, 1870. This day, 30 years ago, my beloved Albert arrived at Buckingham Palace. How far off that seems now, and yet how well I remember all. Today, I spent reading and writing. Bertie was here again. What a loud, obnoxious nuisance he is. Where is my mother? Oh, your royal highness. Your royal highness, we weren't expecting- Where is she? I am quite up to my ears with all this slinking and sulking. You cannot hide in your Scottish Highlands any longer, Mama. I shall not stand for it. England shall not have it. Well, come on. Will somebody please tell me where in the hell is the bloody Queen? Good Lord, Bertie, could you please shout a little louder? I do not think they quite heard you in Bombay. Ten years, Mother. Excuse me? Today marks ten years. Parliament has opened, and for the tenth year in a row, guess who is not there to open it? Oh, that's right. Only the head of state, the leader of the nation, the Queen of the British Empire. Is this a rehearsed speech, or is this little oration a spontaneous affliction? The affliction, I think you will find, Mama, is yours. Oh, Lord, he's pulling out the paper. Widowed Queen remains unseen. For heaven's sake. Her Majesty's decade of travesty. Aren't we being a bit dramatic? Has the monarch lost her marbles? Oh, that doesn't even rhyme. Mama, this is not a matter of jest. There is serious concern in the papers and among the people that you have abandoned the nation, abandoned your duty. Your faculties are being called into question. Your ability to lead the nation debated. It is a national crisis. This is ridiculous, watching you sit here and stew. This is rather tedious, everyone waiting on you. This is frankly dangerous, see it with your eyes. The monarch is missing, the papers are pissing, the nations are sending their spies. Is she dead? Is she gone? Is Bertie on the throne? Is she here? Is she there? Like Nero watching Rome? Gloriana, Pax Romana, all now dust and bone. Is she sad? Is she mad? Is anybody home? And you say I'm the one being tedious? This is a travesty, hiding away like a fox. Our gracious grand her majesty, avoiding the world like a pox. Oh, realize the gravity from where you are on top. The higher you're flying, the farther you're trying, the sooner you're surely to drop. Is she dead? Is she gone? Did she exist at all? Is she here? Is she there? Is this how England falls? Empress Queen and in between will read her catacomb. Say a prayer. Is someone there? Is anybody? I need not be parented or patronized, horribly infantilized, just to do my role. I need not be governist or mothered over just to prove I still rule over Britain as a whole. Don't you think I've done it just fine? Longer than you've cared to live and still I have yet more to give. Bertie, you are such a bore. I have heard this all before. Everything you say is like a pin upon the ear. Your rhetoric is wearing thin and here you go with this again. The country you lead is in terrible need to the point where the prince must now come intercede with the wallowing widow who cannot agree to roll. Bertie, shut up. Now, Bertie. Watch your tongue. I have endured your petulance up to this point only because it seems to placate some monotonous masculine need of yours for grand exhibition. But know this and know it well. 
I need not be public to be present. I need not be publicised to be actively in control. And I need not be standing on the floor of Parliament to know it is still my Parliament, especially when the politicians can just as easily walk into my drawing room. Now, if you will excuse me, I think I shall take a walk through the beautiful, silent highlands. Oh, what can I say of my dear Balmoral? It is a pretty little castle in the old Scottish style. There is a picturesque tower and garden in front with a high wooded hill. At the back there is wood dowed to the Dee, and the hills rise all around. Here all seem to breathe freedom and peace and forget the world and its sad turmoils. The absolute audacity, the insolence, that Bertie should dare say I am absent. I am not absent. I am anything but. I mean, truly. Did you see that display, Mr. Brown? Aye, Mum. Atrocious. Unconscionable. To think this is what has become of my Prince of Wales. Uh, that's what comes of bearing beasts, Mum. They beset upon you. Are you claiming my son and heir to be a beast, Mr. Brown? I claim all children such, Mum. They are obnoxious and arrogant. Even the grown ones. Especially the grown ones. John Brown, I would be very cross with you for such an implication, if I do not agree with you so completely. Well, then I should count myself lucky that I am so agreeable. Quite. Oh, it is utterly exhausting. They all want something from me, Bertie, my ministers, that wretched rabble that pens those most obnoxious headlines. Oh, your burden is heavy, ma'am. Are you making light of my many griefs, Mr. Brown? Only if you find it amusing. I do. Oh, grand. Um, I find peace from it all only here. I do so treasure Scotland, the air, the trees, the freedom. You are terribly lucky to be from such a place. Aye, Mum. She is beauty, unique and unrivalled. London is so stifling, the seat of government and the seat of misery. That is why I am so rarely seen there. Have you read the papers, Mr. Brown? Can't say I have, Mum. Can't say I've cared to. They attribute my absence to mad widow's grief, but they seem to have not considered the fact that I may simply dislike all of them very much. And do you dislike them all? On the whole, yes. Do pass me my shawl. I find it is getting rather blustery in these woods. Right up. There are no trees like this in London, in all of Great Britain, I might say. Perhaps even in all of my empire. I do believe they are a favourite among my subjects. They ask nothing of me, and yet offer much comfort. <laughs> Is something humorous, Mr. Brown? <clears throat> oh, no, Your Majesty. I've just got a strong uh, Scottish dust speck in me windpipe. <clears throat> what a most terrible liar you are. You had cause to laugh. Perhaps I should like to laugh as well. I find you entertaining. On occasion. I'm not all that keen on being hanged for treason today, if it please your majesty. John Brown, if I have not seen fit to have you sent to the tower after fifteen years of service and snide remarks, I doubt I shall see fit to do so today. So, if you please. It's just, you said the trees were your subjects. A bit of poetic license. Right, well, can't say I'm familiar with too many poems. But one thing I do know, these trees are ruled by no one. You find it humorous that I dare claim ownership over my own forest? You're worth a good laugh or two if you really come thinking you could be queen of trees. Am I not queen of this land, and are the trees not of this land? 
you can be queen to the men who will follow you, and queen to the men who won't as long as the men who will follow you have better guns. But you can't be queen of this. Shall we agree to disagree, Mr. Brown? Have you ever walked in the highland wood where the grass is green and brown? Where the trees don't care if you're a queen or if you wear a crown? Have you ever walked through the great tall grass or beside the Scottish sound? Where there's not a soul to rule or write and no men to boss around? You're unimportant to them, for you're just anyone. And the only way you'd be important to a tree is if you were the sun. Charming, Mr. Brown, your point is noted. Have you ever seen a stag galloping? Have you ever heard a raven's call? Have you ever dared to think that maybe being queen is not so grand at all? I should like to think that I might be a little more important than you've granted me. Oh, you'd like to think, oh yes indeed, but it does not make you so. You're unimportant to them, for why would you be? You're a stone upon the ground, a grain upon the sand, a rock upon the sea. Have I really no more value than a rock? That much depends on how you value the rock. I have led a nation through our war times. I have seen and I have done it all. I've defeated many men and could do it all again and all at five feet tall. I'm unimportant to this and that's just fine with me. Here I am alone And finally on my own And finally I am free I do not come to this place so I may still be called Queen John Brown. I come here to be among something that feels alive. That world where I was born, the world where I rule, it is dead. It has been dead for many years. Whether these trees are mine or I am theirs, it matters very little. At least they are at all. I have lived so very long in shadow. I have haunted my own life for years. Yet I stand here with you. The world was made anew. Reborn from grief and tears. You got the freeman's heartbeat pounding in your chest, Mum. These trees may not call you queen, but I should like to think if they could, they'd call you friend. I should not dislike to keep their company as friend if they will not have me as sovereign. Aye, they're good Scotsmen. They bow to no one. No, I dare say they don't. Yet I will remind you, good Scotsman, that you bow to me. <laughs> I, that I do. We're unimportant to this. And that's how it should be. But I do regret to say that maybe in some way you mean the world to me.
Mr. Brown? Yes, ma'am. I think I find you more tolerable than even I realized. I think you're just fine too, ma'am. <laughs>